This week on the Koshcast, a special guest joins us as we're forced to pick a World Eleven made up of players from the various continents, and things get wild when Yuto Nagatomo and Bruce Grobelar get involved. Join us on this absolutely romantic adventure. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Koshcast at under underscore the Kosh. Uh, on Twitter, and what's this thing called? Alex does this intro better than me, but whatever, we move. <laughs> Today, we got Rache. Hey, how's it going? Good, man. How are you? Ah, surviving. You know, it's quarantine, but I'm still alive. Yes, sir. That's that's the goal. The aim of the game is to stay alive, literally. And then we have a wonderful guest, a friend of the podcast, Rahul Kavapale. How are you, Rahul? Good. How are you guys doing? Thanks for having me. Uh, thanks for showing up. And then there's Alex. Wait, he's not here because Alex is late. Uh, he says he will join us, um, but uh, we don't accept tardiness on the Koshcast, so we keep moving. <laughs> uh, I wanted to start off the podcast. We've got a game uh, to play, and the game is uh, we have to make a real global 11, but the... Uh, let's call them lesser associations. Don't really get much love. So, uh, what we're gonna what we're gonna do for the game is uh, we will pick three players from Concacaf, three players from CAF. That's the African uh, Federation. Three players from APAC, so Asia Pacific. That's Asia and uh, Oceania, and then one from Commonwealth, one from UEFA. That's how we're going to get our global 11. I've already made a team. I think, Rahul, have you made a team? Yeah, and I'd like to add there's one more condition. Oh, okay. Which is you cannot have country repetition. So you can't have, you can't have uh, the Bernie, you can't pick Igalo, Okocha, and Sunday all the same. <laughs> you one from each country and, and yeah, everything else. And, and no Messi, no Ronaldo. You're, you're changing the rules on us. No, these are the original rules. I uh, formulated this game. These are the original rules? Yeah. Wow. Alex, didn't, Alex failed to let us know about the original rules. And oh. he's late. Okay. And he's trying to get in, but the, the button isn't working to admit him. Uh, but anyway. Okay. So that means I have to get rid of... Huh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. I have to get rid of I one guy. Start. Did you start? I'm gonna have to get rid of one guy because everyone else is from a different place. Huh? Why can't Alex get in here? Okay. Um, all right. So let's talk about uh, something else first before we get into this game to give us some time to change our teams. Um, uh, let's say around, even though it's not exactly, but around this time, la uh, not last year, four years ago now, uh, the Kosh Boys went on a a, a, war a wonderful Euro trip. Roche, you remember this because, of course, Facebook never lets us forget it. Uh, we went to London, Barcelona, uh, Rome, and Berlin and saw games in each city. Yes, we did. Fantastic experience. Uh, so I want to start with Rahul, though. Have you, have you seen Real Madrid, your team, in, in person and uh, any other games? And what's your favorite live football experience? I have, yeah. I, I went to the Bernabeu in 2012 for a, a, a home game. It was the last game in the league season against Real Mallorca. And we had already won the league by that point. So this was like the final sort of like celebration atmosphere home game 
uh, and this was the season where we broke the points record and the goal scoring record. So it was like this big like party atmosphere in the stadium, and it was a great game. I think we won four one, and there was like the whole like trophy like celebration afterwards. So it was it was it was amazing. So I've been to obviously a ton of like Toronto FC games and like under twenty World Cup games in two thousand seven, but the Bernabeu was obviously my like pinnacle. And what was the atmosphere like at the Bernabeu? Because when you're watching on TV, it looks like a bunch of, you know, people who just don't really care that much, just, you know. But what was it like then? Yeah, the the culture in most Spanish stadiums is like that. It's kind of like comparable to people watching an opera. Like they go and they understand what's going on and they appreciate what they're seeing, but they're not very expressive unless they get really angry or really happy. So the default position is just to like watch in silence. Um, but this game, like I said, it was a party atmosphere going in because the league was won. And so there was like a kind of happy buzz around the stadium. There was no tension because there was nothing on the line. Uh, so, so it was, you know, like a good, like vibrant atmosphere. And the, the team, Mourinho put out a full strength team to entertain the fans. And they scored four goals. Ronaldo scored. Ozil scored. I don't remember who else. But it was a fun game. And it was just like a very positive and like fun atmosphere. Oh, don't let, don't let Mohanan know that Ozil scored. We would have a very big problem. Where did uh, Ozil score? Hey, and the no. toddy bargy. I don't know. I, <laughs> who are yeah, Who are yeah, Who are yeah. <laughs> Hang on. Did you just call me a bargy? <laughs> I don't know what it. I don't know what that means. I tried whatever. Two Indians in the room, and he pulls out bargy as an insult. <laughs> what, what What does that mean? It just came out of my mouth. I don't actually know what it is. I'll let I'll let Raul describe a bargy. It's a delicious, savory snack that you typically eat with a cup of tea, with a cup of chai. Well, I'll onion bargy, potato bargy. Oh, they are delicious. It's really not much of an insult. Well, Alex, you are wonderfully delicious, so that that, that works. Oh, thank you, Bernie. Uh, you are late, so I have a grudge, but that's okay. Yeah, I'm sorry. Uh, you start uh, one nil down uh, to Rache, <laughs> give, <laughs> give a goal to Rache for that for no reason. For, but, uh, Rache got a goal because I wasn't here. Exactly. Okay. I'll take it. I'll take it as uh, whatever way, shape, or form they come. Every goal's a goal. <laughs> you know, that's kind of Romario's motto. Romario was counting. Uh, he was trying to get to the 1,000 goal scoring club, and uh, he was counting all the goals he scored in his youth games, in his like school days, in his I mean, dreams, in his backyard games dreams. against his dog. <laughs> exactly. I mean, he learned from Pele, so it, you know that's it's all, it's all good. Uh, we were just discussing Alex uh, our favorite live games. Um, and uh, Rahul was telling us about this uh, Madrid game where Jose played a full-strength team, even though they won the league, and Ozil scored, and we're just saying that, thank goodness, Mohana is not here. Um, yes. Because we know that doesn't happen very often, Ozil scoring. Um, uh, Roche, what's your favorite live game that you've seen? Uh, well, I haven't seen very many live games um, of, like, you know, Manchester United. TFC games, I've seen many, and, you know, we've had a uh, we've been blessed with some very fine TFC games over the years. I think the best game that I've ever been to in my life is the TFC 5-2 victory against uh, the Montreal Impact mm. on a freezing November Saturday night in Toronto. Can Messi do it on a cold night in Toronto? No. <laughs> that, no. That, yeah, that, that night was amazing. We were all there. Um, it's just when we, we've eulogized about it many times, but it was just yeah. one of the best. And and it, it was, I think, a year was it a year after we'd been to Europe to see a bunch of games, you know? In it was. It was the fall of 2017. 
Right. And it, and it absolutely matched or and or bettered any of the experiences we had, you know, at those stadiums. Yeah, Which was also a, a steep ask. Amazing. Um, yeah, it was also like, you know, like that's just on this side of the pond. But on the other side of the pond, like when Bernie mentioned, we went to Europe four years ago now. We had the absolute privilege of seeing Francesco Tatti come mm-hmm. off the bench and score two goals with his two touches to win the game at the death. And that was probably the most electric atmosphere I've been to in a, in a European continent. Yeah, that was that was a wonderful. It, it, it was one. It, it contrasts with the TFC game only because you know TFC they had to add an extra stand, like a makeshift stand, to get us to forty thousand people, and it was completely packed. So the atmosphere in the stadium itself was probably better. But the the emotions of old man Totti scoring two in the last couple of minutes and then leaving the stadium and the city, that cab ride, if you guys remember, the <laughs> city was on fire singing about Capitano. It was unbelievable. I think our cab driver was actually a Lazio fan because he was not very happy. And I remember <laughs> having to run. It's, it's true. I mean, he also may not have just been happy having like four, four idiots bouncing around, the, bouncing around in the back. But, you know. Yeah, fair that's fair that's fair uh all right so i just want to reminisce a little bit because facebook keeps showing us those memories oh, um, sorry Bernie. yeah uh, you forgot to mention on our euro, euro trip the second we landed we ended up going to a place in london and who did we meet oh yes uh rahul i don't know if Rache has ever mentioned this either on the podcast multiple times or <laughs> somewhere else but uh i will say Rache met gary lineker and I really? saw him. I saw him walk past us. But Roche actually met the man like full on. Do we yeah, have the man. Uh, no, he said no pictures specifically. I did ask, and wow. um, he he has a very good handshake. He owned the establishment, and the icing on the cake is that he tried to take the two girls that were with us that night, and he failed. <laughs> <laughs> well, good on him for trying. Sort of. <laughs> <laughs> about a 50 year age difference but you know oh man that was hilarious because i didn't actually believe roche i thought he was just like whatever and then he's like no that's him and he's walking i was like oh that is him <laughs> that's amazing yeah so all good now talking about global legends mm. um uh well he's not really a legend i don't think people in spain know who he is um Guys, for real first question, in your Global 11, did Graham Sunes make it in? He just missed out. Oh, oh! I, I thought people in our generation would have watched every game of his. <laughs> <laughs> it, it was tight. It was tight. It, it breaks my heart to leave him out. <laughs> All right. So we've explained the rules of the game. Uh, Alex, Rahul says that uh, there's a rule that uh, I was not aware of, which is that Players cannot be from the same country. Yeah. You didn't say that, Alex. Mm, I think I did. Mm, I don't think you did. But okay. it's all good. Well, do, you, do, you, do you need to make some adjustments? I had to make one, and I don't like it. <laughs> <laughs> Not okay. at all. But okay. it's all good. We move. It stays with theme. Uh, okay. Yes, I so, have to admit something. What's that? I, I actually ha- don't have a team ready. Um, but I'm willing to play supporting cast uh, to support all your choices for your teams. So, Roche, I'm going to give you a role here, okay? You yeah. are going to be the judge of this. Uh, oh, yes. By the way, do we need to come up with one combined team, or are we just critiquing each other's teams? Well, I think we can, we can go through them, and at the end, we can pick our best 11 out of the 
out of the players that we've got down. So, Roche, if you keep track of the, the players, that would be great. Yeah, Roche, if you have a pen or paper or your laptop, some something, right, keep track of this so you can be the ultimate decider of what the best 11 should be, considering the rules. Cool? He's on mute, so I'll take that as a cool. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Sorry, I was talking on mute there. I was like, this is absolutely a dream position for me. So uh, <laughs> best of luck for you guys. And I'm keeping track of all your teams on an Excel spreadsheet. All right. So let's start with uh, our guest first, uh, just to be polite. Um, Rahul, firstly, what formation have you used? So after going through a lot of different permutations, I've settled on a 4 2 3 one. Oh, okay. Very continental Roma Spalletti. Yeah. Uh, uh, let's start with your goalkeeper. Who do you have? So my goalkeeper is Kaylor Navas representing CONCACAF. Oh, why didn't I think of that? Shoot. Because yeah, so <laughs> he's better at this than you. <laughs> That's really good shout. So at some point I had Mark Schwarzer in there. I've got, like I said, I've gone through a few different combinations, but eventually this is the one that I've come to. Uh, and yeah, I think Navas is a good shot for CONCACAF. Okay. By the way, uh, I picked retired players. Alex said we could pick current or retired, just anyone we've seen. Is that fair? That's fair, yeah. Our generation, yeah. Our generation, yeah. Okay. Um, who is, let's go through your defense. Who, who are your defenders? Okay, so my center backs, in fact, the, the first name on my team sheet was Ghana legend Samuel Kufour. Ooh, lovely stuff. Good, good uh, shout. A player I really liked when I was a kid because I remember that Bayern team, and I hated them, but I really liked Kofor. Uh, so he's my first center back. Okay. The second center back is also representing Concacaf, Rafa Marquez. Ooh, very nice. Very yeah, nice. so I think it's a pretty good duo there. You have everything between those two guys. Okay, so. okay. I like it. I like it. Now my right back is Nagatomo from Japan, yeah. who is actually more of a left back, but, <laughs> <laughs> but he, can, he has played right back a few times for my research, and he's going to have to make that sacrifice to get in my team. Was uh, he at Inter? Yes. Okay. Yes, he was at Inter, yeah. Roel, I, I don't know if you heard last week. Oh, no, in fact, I do know. Thank you for listening. Um, but uh, I put down Zanetti at left yeah. back, and, and Bernie pulled me up uh, saying that he was a right back and seemed to know how many times he'd played left-back. So I'm just wondering if Bernie has the stats on Nagatomo. Uh, uh, I do not have the stats on Nagatomo, Alex. Get out of my face. Good, it's better that way. <laughs> okay. Uh, you have a left-back left. Yeah, so there, there is some, uh, some tactical thought to this. So Nagatomo is just there to be like the workhorse at, at right-back. He's not expected to uh, do anything going forward. In contrast, my left back is only there to attack, and that's uh, Marcelo. Wait, did you say only there to, uh, to attack? Yeah. Just checking. <laughs> yeah. I mean, so Marcelo, uh, for me, the, the greatest attacking left back there's ever been. Uh, Better than Roberto Carlos? You know what? It hurts because I loved Roberto Carlos growing up. He was my favorite player. And I, I in fact, wrote letters to Roberto Carlos, but he never wrote back, so that's why I didn't get it. Hey, Roberto, I wrote you letters, but you still ain't calling. <laughs> well, Rahul, were your letters written in English or in uh, Portuguese? 
they were in English through on his website. He actually was one of the few players who had a website back then. This was like early 2000s. Uh, maybe it wasn't even his. It might have been a fan website. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was his anyway. Was it free um, webs or what? No, I don't remember. It's so long ago. Hmm. Uh, but, you know, I, I think Roberto Carlos was more balanced in terms of de- defense and attack. I agree, which is but why I, think, I rate him higher. Yeah, but purely in attack, if, if, you, if you want to go purely at attack, which is what I'm going with my left back, I think Marcelo is uh, uh, way ahead in terms of creativity. So Fair that's enough. The back four. That, that's your one player from Conmebol. Bowl? That's my Conmebol Bowl player, yeah. Fair okay. enough. I'm, I'm going to go next only because I think Rahul's going to like what I've got here. Okay? Mm-hmm. Uh, he won't like the goalkeeper, I don't think. But uh, my goalkeeper is from CONCACAF, and I picked Brad Friedel. Friedel! Uh, I think he was actually really, really good goalkeeper. Like, I think he really was. Uh, played until 40. Longevity was amazing. Uh, I, I don't know why people hate on him. Uh, he, he was really good. Does, does uh, anyone hate on Brad Friedel? Oh, I thought you were. With, I thought you were laughing at him just now. No, he's just got a funny name. Oh, okay. <laughs> he, he was. A, he was an excellent goalkeeper. <laughs> yeah, that's a good. That's a good shout. I like that. Uh, I stayed Concacaf for my left back. Um, I saw your tweet about uh, it, sh- it should be left back, centre back, centre back, right back. Um, so I decided to, you know, since you're on Rahul, I'm going to stay on brand. Um, so I, I wonder. This is the only current player. And I did it because I have oh, to represent damn. Canada. Uh, in here, if not, we're not here represented. And it's Alfonso Davies. Uh, I think he will grow into one of the best left wing backs uh, in Europe. Um, so I'm preempting his selection as a future great player uh, by having him in my team at left back. Uh, center backs. I'm just going to say it right now, Rahul. You are the best guest we've ever had because I have Rafa Marquez and Sammy Kufour as well as my center what? backs. What? Yes, did sir. You just, did you just tease my, my dealers that I, I have? I didn't take them. I didn't tease them at all. I, I have I've had this team for a while. Wow. Yep. Yep. I actually had Koulibaly as of last night, and then I said, nope, he cannot be my current star. Uh, and I brought in Rafa Marquez and Sammy Kufour. Uh, my right back is my Conmebol pick, and that is Cafu, the single greatest right back of all time. Yes, and if I'm going to pick a Conmebol p- player, I want it to be uh, in defense. Cause I want to I show other, uh, other confederations some love in attacking positions. So Cafu is my right back. So just run through that back four again, and Rishche, let us know what you think. Friedel, Davies, Marquez, Kufour, and Cafu. All right. Uh, Bernie, can you state your formation? Uh, oh, sorry. I'm using a four, two, three, one. All right. These, these are very uh, similar uh, defensive lineups uh, between Bernie and Rahul over here. Um, do you want me to kind of give a, like, a particular preference before Alex goes, or do you want me to wait for Alex and then we can kind of do defense together? Let Alex go, and then we can assess our, our back fives. All right. Yeah, that makes sense. Unless Alex has a weird formation. Alex, you go ahead. It's weird in that it's a four four two, even though no one English is involved whatsoever. <laughs> <laughs> Other than that, it's pretty straightforward. In goal, a man that, sorry, Raul, the other three of us have met, have talked to, have had a beer with, it's Brucey Grobelar. <laughs> Brilliant. Bernie could laugh. The man's won a couple of Champions Leagues. <laughs> Alex, he's not your generation. Yes, yeah, he was. 
I'm 32. Oh, oh, because he played until 93 or something, right? Uh, Yeah, man. I remember watching him. So, very quick aside. I remember watching him like vaguely on the television when I was very, very young, obviously, and seeing his green jersey. And my dad bought me like just a, a, a green sweater and said it was like Grobler's goalkeeping jersey. And I was so young that I didn't know the difference. Wow. That's, yeah. a, that's a good choice. I, I, I would accept it because we did have a couple of beers with Grobler and he seemed to really enjoy our company. This is true. Yeah. He, he was he was lovely. Okay, um, so left back, um, Alfonso Davies. No, hey, hey, Canada on the map. Davies today, I think, in an interview, he's been all over the media. Said that he's he's comfortable at left back. He's excelling there. Doesn't see that he's going to change anytime soon. So, I, I think it's the best spot for him. Nice, nice. Uh, Centre back. Uh, I'm using a bit of a loophole here. Okay, huh? uh, you guys remember. The great Anglomar. Huh? Jocelyn Anglomar. Valencia, etc. I don't remember this person. The man, you don't, I'm surprised. Uh, The man did represent France. However, he is from Guadeloupe and also represented Guadeloupe on the international stage. Wow. Interesting. Interesting. Okay, so. As a judge over here, I mm. mean, there is a there is a fair argument for saying, is this your UEFA pick or is this your Conmebol pick? This is a Concacaf pick. Concacaf. Oh, okay. this guy. Ah, oh, okay. That, that okay. is devious. I've okay, just seen I, his I, picture. This I guy. Remember him, right? Yeah. Okay, uh, Roche, it's up to you. I'll tell you what, Alex. We'll go through the rest of your team, and if there's any other uh, doubts, <laughs> then we'll come back to this one. Fair enough. So we'll Fair put enough. an asterisk for now. Fair enough. Okay. Um, but it's provided a talking point, and that's all we can ask for. Uh, center back, I'm using my, my UEFA. I'm going to Manja Vidic. Hey! Quite simply, one of the best center backs I've ever seen in my life, and a scary bastard. And at right back, I've got the Cameroonian Lauren. Nice. I had Lauren, and I had to replace him. With, why? With, you, you'll see why. You'll see why. Okay. Yeah. okay, okay. All right, Roche, you got Alex's team down? Yes, I do. And I just uh, put four asterisk marks over Jocelyn <laughs> and Gloma. Four. Um, <laughs> that's, uh, that's, yeah, lovely teams, guys, I have to say. I mean, you have different formations, but uh, the defense and the goalkeeper are the same across the board. So... Uh, we'll start with Rahul quickly. We've got goalkeeper Kaylor Navas, uh, who's from the CONCACAF, Marcelo at left back, Kamibol, Sami Kufour, Africa, Rafa Marquez, CONCACAF for your center backs, and Yuto Nagatomo from Asia. Um, so, a very solid team over here. For Bernie, we have in goal Brad Friedel, CONCACAF, Alfonso Davies, left back, CONCACAF. Then we have Sami Kufour and Rafa Marquez, Africa and CONCACAF, identical to Rahul's center back pairing. And then at right back, we have Cafu for the Kami Bowl pick. Uh, once again, very strong uh, back four with goalkeeper. And now Alex. 4-4-2, uh, <laughs> but hey, four defenders and one goalkeeper. <laughs> no changes here. Goalkeeper, controversial choice, Bruce Grabelar. He is about 60 years old right now. Um, <laughs> but yeah, that's your Africa pick. Uh, left back, Alfonso Davies. CONCACAF, uh, good choice. Canadian. And center back, Jocelyn Angloma, who we have a big asterisk around. 
for either UEFA or CONCACAF. Nemanja Vidic, UEFA, um, and Lauren from Africa. I'd say this one is, uh, it's tough to call because there's, there's a bit of an overlap here between the teams, but uh, hmm. hmm. Do, 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 do. <laughs> Early goings. We're gonna give it to uh, we're gonna give it to Rahul. The the Marcelo and Nagatomo uh, wingbacks are pretty 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 good. I'm, I'm kind of liking it. Early goings though, so things may change as the uh, rest of the teams unravel as themselves. As the team unfolds. So let's let's go to midfield then, since Rache has slighted me in defense. Uh, who are your? You know, since you go four two three one, who who are your 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 two in midfield? Let's start with that, uh, Rahul. Yeah. So my double pivot, the first one's uh, you know someone I don't think anyone can dispute. That's uh, Yaya Toure. Uh, it's a complete midfielder, powerhouse, passing, defending, attacking, everything. Mm. And beside him, I have a hipster pick that I wanted to sneak on. And so someone who, like, if you don't follow La Liga a lot, most people wouldn't know much about him, but it's uh, Javed Nekunam from Iran. Yes. Uh, Good shout. Really classy central midfielder. Played for Osasuna for a number of years. And for some reason that I can't get to the bottom to, Osasuna have this tradition of great Iranian Iranian players. I don't know why, but he's uh, one of them. And uh, that, that is strange. Yeah. And I think he's a player who could have honestly played for a higher caliber of team, but it didn't happen for him. But uh, yeah, really solid, keep it simple kind of central midfielder. And on the other hand, you have Yaya Toure, who's like all action, box to box, complete. All right. All right. Let's go with the three in front of the two now. All right. So this is going to cause some major controversy. Oh, it's going to set tongues wagging. There's going to be mayhem. And that's because. I've decided to put Alfonso Davies in right attacking on the right wing. State my reason. <laughs> Not even on the left. <laughs> now, <laughs> see, I, now, I know he's been crushing it at left back, but I think he has the talent to eventually develop into a world-class wide attacking player. And because he's left-footed, I figure from the right wing, he can cut in and be like a Canadian Aryan Robin. Like, I didn't realize that we were doing an actual tactical, uh, <laughs> like, like this was a tactics board today. I didn't realize that. <laughs> well, it's either that or it's, it's my way of justifying squeezing in Davies because I didn't want to take out Marcelo, so I had to put Davies somewhere. So he, go, he goes on the right wing. Okay. Uh, All right. The, my number 10 is pretty simple pick. It's uh, Zidane. Uh, not much explanation needed. That's my UEFA pick. Uh, probably greatest playmaker ever. And on the left side of that trio, I have Hyung Min Son. Mm-hmm. So he's a sort of wide left-sided attacker. So that's oh. my uh, midfield uh, five, I guess. Two Annoyingly three. good. Annoyingly good. Uh, exactly. Okay. Um, so let's summarize... Uh, Rahul, Rose what's your midfield, midfield again? Can you go over it just one quick, one more time quickly? Yeah, so the double pivot is Yaya Toure and Javid Nekunam. And then the three in front are Zidane and number 10, Son on the left, Hyung-Ming Son, and controversially, Alfonso Davies on the right wing. Okay, all right. I, I thought about it, and I think mine has a chance, although I was, I was very scared. 
Um, actually, it doesn't have a chance, but whatever, we go. Uh, I went, so we know same formation, uh, double pivot. I picked uh, as my defensive, first defensive midfielder, to me, the greatest to ever play that position, Claude Makalele. It became known as a Makalele position, so there's no one better. That's my UEFA pick. I'm not going to lie. I thought you were going for John Obi Mikel. Uh, <laughs> listen, we all, it's coming up. <laughs> we all know Jose Mourinho messed him up. Like, mm-hmm. let's, let's not even go there, Alex. I don't want to discuss this anymore. <laughs> uh, my second uh, player. So I decided that the two, I, I was going to go with like a Pirlo Amakalele, deep lying Pirlo, but then I decided I need two strong destroyers. That's what I need. So I picked. <laughs> the greatest Malian player known to man. Leon yeah. Legend, Re- nope. Uh, Leon Legend, um, Real Madrid star, even though no one remembers he plays there, Mamadou Diara. Good shout. Love it, love it. Good shout. You're not getting through that. <laughs> not at <laughs> no, all. No, no. <laughs> You're really not. <laughs> so then I decided, okay, uh, I'm going to do something weird, and I'm going to pick an Asia-Pacific three ahead of uh, the, those two. That's what I decided to do. So I decided to pick, as a center midfielder, pulling the strings a little bit, Hitoshi Nakata. Mm-hmm. That's my first one. Uh, and then I decided I need a workhorse. And there is no better workhorse on the Asian continent than my man, G-Sung, Three Lung Park. So he's in... Three Lung Park. <laughs> Lung Park. You know, he was, he was actually the first name on my, che- my team sheet, and then I was like, no, nah, I need to leave this man for Bernie. Thank you very much. I appreciate that, Alex. You're a good man. You're a good man. Uh, Bernie, is that on the right player? or the left? He's on the left. He's on the left. You know, I had him as well, but I took him out, but it wasn't to please Bernie. But I'm glad, <laughs> but I'm glad Bernie has monopoly on, on Park G-Sung now. Yeah. I'm not so, sure why you guys are, are not picking the player because uh, like there's clear overlap with Kufor and Marquez and uh, Alfonso Davies. So, so, I mean, you guys wanted to make some last-minute revisions to your team. No one knows. No, no, no last-minute <laughs> revisions. Not happening. All righty. Uh, so my right, and, I, and it's right in quotations because what I really want him to do is get in the box, although I have no one to cross the ball, but whatever. <laughs> And put a head on it is Australia's very own Tim Cahill. Absolute kangaroo. <laughs> I'm thinking that Alfonso Davies is going to have to be the only person crossing the ball, although Cafu didn't have a bad cross. But, yeah, it's going to be tough for him. But that, that's my, my midfield. Uh, Makalele, Diara, Nakata, Jason Park, and Tim Cahill. I like it. I like it. It's a powerhouse midfield. Yeah, very, <laughs> yeah, very intense. Alex? All right. Uh, mine is a, is a four. Um, we've got, well, the wingers can switch around if they want. They can play wherever they want. But on one, on one side, one flank, we've got Harry Kuehl. Yeah. I had him and then I was like, mm. <laughs> <laughs> what, what does that noise mean? It's like, mm. <laughs> he didn't age very well. <laughs> well, that's true. He's, he's, uh-huh. a, he's, he's a coach now in like lower league football. But it's when he was at Leeds, though, unbelievable football player. player. Unbelievable football player. Sorry, Roche, what was that? I was just going to say that's actually a very good pick because uh, he's at Oceana. 
player. Mm. And um, I was just thinking about him as Bernie was going through his, his uh, up, uh, attacking three. So good choice. Nice. Thank you. Yeah, he was he was phenomenal. Like growing up, you know, watching the Premier League in the, the late 90s, early 2000s, like Harry Kuehl was absolutely brilliant. So enjoying having him on the pitch. Uh, on the other wing, Hyungman Son. Fair. Fair. Um, no explanations needed there. Um, my creative central midfielder is Hidetoshi Nakata, mm-hmm. who I once got into a massive argument with Michael Cox about on Twitter. I remember this. It was it wasn't it wasn't my finest moment, but neither was it his. So <laughs> I, think, I think it was a draw. <laughs> was he saying he was trash? Basically, he was saying Nakata was shit, and I was like, no, he clearly wasn't. And he was like, well, tell me exactly one like give me the exact details of a game in which he was great and i was like I, my memory's not that good and he was like oh well then you're a fraud <laughs> and I, I was like what are you doing wasting your time with this argument this is embarrassing wow okay yeah. I, i'm sure he had great games for roma <laughs> jesus well, i'm sure but unless you can tell me exactly which one bernie it didn't happen oh wow well, um please tell me a game that sammy kufour had that was great let's go back in time <laughs> I thought his banging on the field after the Fantastic, final yeah. loss was, was the best thing he ever did. Exactly. Epic. All right. And uh, if the midfield's looking a little bit lightweight, I'm going to make up for it now with the behemoth of defensive midfielder that was Sunday Olise. Mm, you did it just for the jollof rice that you're going to get for that. <laughs> I still owe Rahul some jollof rice. Don't worry. I haven't, remember, I haven't forgotten. But Alex, you the man. You the man. I have oh, no idea. No, my team, sure. so thank you. <laughs> you didn't have one? Oh, you, wow. You've, you've told us a lot about your forwards there, buddy. Oh, you'll be amazed by my forward. But yeah, Sunday Olise in there holding down midfield. Played for some, some big clubs. Played for some tiny clubs. Also played for some very big ones. I actually <laughs> played for Dortmund. Um, ended up at Genk, which is a bit sad, but well, no. Yeah, managed in in Belgium, uh, and then that didn't end very well. But he did, so yeah. yeah. Uh, Roche, any thoughts on the midfields? Absolutely. Um, these are very very interesting midfield combinations by all three candidates: Rahul, Bernie, Alex. Very nice. Very nice. Um, let's start with uh, Rahul, with central midfield pair of Yaya Torre and Javid Nakunam, uh, followed by his attacking three midfielders of Alfonso Davies on the right, controversial, and of course Zinedine Zidane and Hyunming Son. Um, you know, obviously with Zidane and Son and everyone else on the team, uh, you could justify having Alfonso Davies <laughs> on the right wing. But uh, to me, that's a bit like, uh, you know, if I played football manager right now and I took charge of a team that I didn't like and I made uh, the goalkeeper play an attack. So that's <laughs> I, you know, I, I don't really disagree with anything Rowell said about Alfonso Davies being able to do it long term but I just I'm just envisioning Zidane getting the ball looking up seeing this little <laughs> kid next to him on the right and thinking what is this yes that's good you know, discussion I, though I, I will say uh, I, I think I mentioned this to Alex a few nights ago for some reason I had this dream where I was on a plane and Alfonso Davies was on the plane and <laughs> everyone was crowding around him wanting to get a selfie and I was like you know I want a selfie too but I'm going to play it cool and the dream ended before I could meet him, so I don't know if I met him yet or not. <laughs> well, when you do meet him, you can tell him that you think he should play right forward. This is great. Exactly. These, are, these are all great stories, guys. I love it. I love it. Um, okay, so now with Bernie's midfield, which is a very, very strong powerhouse midfield, we got Claude Makalele and Mamadou Diara. 
And you know, th those are your, your CDMs and my God, no one's getting through. I don't think water is getting through. <laughs> if you want to stop the coronavirus from attacking your country, you put these guys at the airport. Um, and then the attacking midfield on the right, Tim Cahill, the man can hop. Uh, very good pick from Oceana, um, Everton legend as well. Um, center attacking midfield, we have Heidi Toshi Nakata and AML, well, attacking midfield on the left-hand side. Three Lung Park, which is a very, very <laughs> strong choice. And I'm very surprised that Jisung Park only featured in this midfield uh, selection once. Um, yeah, okay. Funny. Uh, moving on to Alex's team then. Sorry, Alex, you were going to say something? Oh, no, I thought you were making a joke about how there were three of him, but never mind. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, so we have Harry Kewell, Oceana, on the left wing. Uh, Haji Toshi Nakata as your creative uh, central midfielder. Sunday Olise as your central midfielder holding it down. And on the right wing, Hyunming Sun. Solid midfield for a 4-4-2. I'd have to say, though, um, as it's emerging, after the, after the defensive uh, you know, comparison, we had Rahul just kind of shading ahead. But now, after the midfield has emerged, I'd say Bernie is a strong contender um, to take this one. So Bernie in the lead. Let, let's see how things change as the uh, attack unfolds. All right, all right. So Rahul has one striker, I have one striker, and Alex has two. Get so in. because of that, we're going to let Alex go first. All right. Okay. Alex. I accept. Lay them uh, on us. I'm going to start with the, uh, the slightly more obvious, the slightly more famous, the very South American Gabriel Batistuta. Hey. Oh, that's tough. That's tough. Ooh. Mm -hmm. Way to hit way to hit us hard, bro. Oh. <laughs> speaking of which, speaking of which, that's exactly why he's there, because I've never seen anyone, I don't think, well maybe Roberto Carlos, hit a ball as hard as Batistuta did. I remember his goal for Fiorentina against Arsenal in the Champions League. Just smashed it past David Seaman, roof of the net. Unbelievable. Joining him, someone a bit more wiry, a bit more lithe, a bit more movement. Paolo one chop. Oh wow! Oh wow! Represent, yes. That's that's such a come down. <laughs> oh come on! That man was a genius, absolute wobbly, gangly genius. I think the two of them would balance each other out very, very well. Oh, <laughs> I love Alex's team. This, you know, if there was a if there was an award for like the hipster eleven, once again. It comes to and Paolo Wanchop as a striker. It's like he gave us such a build-up, and it's like Wanchop. <laughs> it's Paolo a dream, Wanchop. man. Absolute oh. dream. Oh my god! Look okay. up his highlights. Go on. Oh no, no! I I lo I actually thought he was decent, and I realized that <laughs> there were better Bernie, football players after that. Bernie, you put Sean Goater in in your team last week, so I had no choice. You messed <laughs> me up. Anything is acceptable now. <laughs> this is true. Uh, I'll go next because uh, we're going to let uh, uh, Rahul go last uh, in this. Um, so I chose the single greatest African striker of all time. I chose Patrick one of Barcelona. No, one of Barcelona's <laughs> greatest players. No. Uh, absolute legend. Um, he could do everything. This man is the only player to win back-to-back -back trebles. <laughs> no, Samuel motherfucking Eto. <laughs> Absolute. Eat your 
heart out, boys. <laughs> Got nothing on Paolo Wancho, but it's an excellent, excellent player. Absolute beast. Woo! Oh, I feel good about that. Mm. Nakata slipping the ball into Eto. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> Tim Cahill being redundant. Hey. <laughs> All right, Rahul, you've got you've got one shot. Do not miss a chance to blow. You know what's better than Nakata slipping the ball to Eto? Mm-hmm. Zidane slipping the ball to Eto. Oh! <laughs> oh, what up? <laughs> Oh, Michael <laughs> Cox would certainly agree. Eto was the, the very first name on the team sheet. No brainer. I agree with you, the greatest African player of all time. Drogba fans, eat your heart out. I don't care. And this is coming from a Madrid fan, so it hurts to say it, but Eto mm-hmm. is or was an absolute monster. Why, why, don't we, why don't we explore that for a second? A lot of people have, have always wondered why Madrid let him go. Do you have any insight there? Yeah, I remember it at the time. It was like my early years of following Madrid. And it's pretty simple. Madrid at the time had Raul at his peak. Uh, Ronaldo sort of older past his peak, but still killing it. Brazilian Ronaldo. And Morientes, who was still very good. And Eto then was not who you think of as Eto now. Like, he was obviously a very good young prospect. That's why Madrid scouted him out of Cameroon. But at the time, there was, there was no room for another striker. So they owned him to Mallorca and he killed it and then he went to Barca and the rest is history. So in hindsight, it, although it may look like questionable at the time, it, it made complete sense to, that there, there wasn't room for him at that time. Fair enough. Fair yeah. enough. I do remember playing uh, Pro Evolution Soccer or winning 11, depending on where you were in the world, um, and, and being able to you know, pretty much run the length of the pitch with Sami Eto. And the commentator would always just go, Eto. And Eto, <laughs> just like on a loop. It was great. <laughs> oh man, come on, bro! I can't, I can't, I can't fight that. <laughs> you know, I, I almost, I, I wanted to go a bit hipster at first and put in Benny McCarthy or El Haji Diouf, but it had to had to be Eto. I was gonna say the point was brought up about how Eto was chosen over Drogba. But Drogba himself was a lethal striker, and I, I'm actually surprised to see that he didn't make this feature once again. So this is where I was going, okay? This is going to sound very controversial, because Drogba is a great player. You know, great player. However, Drogba is overrated. And I mean it in the sense of Drogba and Eto is no comparison. Eto is streets above Drogba. Look at their goal-scoring records. It's not actually close. Like if you look at just their goal scoring records. So for me, when, when you say, you know, oh, Drogba versus Eto, it's not a comparison. There are levels to this. There's Eto and then there's Drogba. People put Drogba in that same boat. He's not. He, he's absolutely not in that same boat. And I will argue with anyone who says that he is. I mean, fair enough. Uh, so for the goal scoring records, just so that people know, Drogba, uh, 497 appearances, 210 goals, Korea. Uh, Eto, 587 appearances, 293 goals. Um, Drogba, I guess, was a late starter. So, you know, he started his career in 98. It wasn't really until, what, Marseille, 2003, 2004, that he, he kind of blossomed and then Chelsea took him. But yeah, you're right. I mean, Eto for me, out on top. I think Drogba benefits a little from recency bias, but yeah. I'm just saying, if you look at their best periods, which is Chelsea for Drogba and what's it called? Barcelona for uh, our guy Eto. 
we have 108 goals in 144 games for Barcelona in the league. And then you have what? A hundred and, and then two twenty six for uh, what our, our guy here, Drogba. Come on, bro. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's that though. Anyway, I I digress because I have an agenda. <laughs> I mean, wh- wh- while we're on it though, and and more specifically, while I have both their Wikipedia pages open, they did end their careers in very funny ways. I mean, Eto after Inter Milan went to Angie Mashkashkal, <laughs> then Chelsea, then Everton, then Sampdoria, then Antalya Sport, then Konya Sport, and then finally ending up with Qatar SC. Um, and like scored goals all the way through. I mean, he must have been 57 by the time he went to Antalya Sport, <laughs> but he still got 44 goals in 76 games, which is mental. And wow. then Drogba, Chelsea, Shanghai, Shenhua, Galatasaray, back to Chelsea. Montreal Impact, of course, and then Phoenix Rising in like the whatever league, USL in, in the States. Mm, mm, mm. And he owns Phoenix Rising, actually. <clears throat> yeah. And he's running for president right now. That's a man after my own heart, I gotta say. <laughs> <laughs> but he's right. letting us into some future plans. Huh? <laughs> yeah. okay. vote, for, okay. vote for me. Is it time for a verdict of some sort? It's a t- it's the time for an overall verdict, yes, because okay. clearly Rahul and I uh, are win the the attacking. <laughs> I, I don't think I don't think that's clear at all. <laughs> so I don't know if it's useful to kind of go through everybody's lineups, or should I just say yeah. you know at a high level? Yeah, real quick, blast through them. Okay, okay, let's do it. Okay, Rahul's team in goal: Kaylor Navas, left back Marcelo, center backs Sami Kufour, Rafa Marquez, right back. Yuto Nagatomo. Center midfield, pairing <laughs> Yaya Torre, Javed Nakunam. Attacking midfield, uh, on the right side, Alfonso Davies, controversial. Uh, center, Zidane, and left, Hunming Sun. And striker, Samuel Eto. Okay, okay. Mm-hmm. That's it. Nagatomo is bringing me down, but continue. Yeah, yeah, that's definitely there's, there's, there's a couple, <laughs> of, yeah, there's a couple of interesting themes over there, but obviously, you know, with Zidane in your team, we all saw what he did as a 500-year-old in World Cup 2006 <laughs> um, with a very disgruntled France squad. So, you know, there's a bit of a wild card over there. Absolute um, wizard. <laughs> absolute wizard, yes. Bernie's team, or Bernie's 11, very strong as well. In goal, Brad Friedel. Left back, Alfonso Davies. Uh, center back, pairing Sami Kufour, Rafa Marquez. Right back, Cafu. Center midfield, Makalele and Mamadou Diara. Oof, man. Um, attacking three, Tim Cahill, Hidetoshi Nakata, and Jisung Park. Striker, Sami Eto. Okay. Strong, very strong team. I think um, if, you, if you wanted to win on a rainy Wednesday night in Stoke, this is the game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's certainly not getting bullied by Jonathan Walters. Like, give them that. Yeah, for sure. Okay, and, and of course, Alex's team, the 4-4-2. Uh, goalkeeper, Bruce Gravelar. Which is a very, very uh, interesting. <laughs> Left back, Alfonso Davies. Center backs, Jocelyn Angloma and Nemanja Vidic. Right back, Lauren. And now is midfield of four. Uh, left wing, Harry Kuehl. Uh, attacking midfielder, Hidetoshi Nakata. Center midfield, Sunday Olise. Right winger, Hyunming uh, Sun. And of course, the two striker, unbeatable. Absolute beast partnership of Gabriel Batistuta and Paolo Wanchop. I appreciate you saying so. Yes. 
So uh, quickly, I mean, I think we can easily say the hipster award goes to Alex. <laughs> um, for actually, you know, it was a very good discussion earlier for finding Jocelyn Angloma, who was, uh, you know, a, a big legend for Valencia and a couple of teams in France. I think PSG and Marseille amongst them. And uh, actually played uh, six years for the French national team, 1990 to 1996, and only one year for Guadalupe when they were um, a new nation. So, you know, for purposes of uh, uh, this lineup, we, we classify it. We'll give it to Alex for the CONCACAF. Thank you, sir. Now, for the final showdown of the four three ones, we have uh, Bernie versus Rahul. Um, in defense, I have to say it was very close, almost a tie. Um, so let's look to the midfield. Um, we, you know, Yaya Toure, Javid Nakunam versus Claude Makalele and Mamadou Diara. I have to say uh, for the defensive midfielders, we'd give it to Bernie over there. Uh -huh. um, going to the attacking uh, midfielders, we have Alfonso Davies, Zinedine Zidane, and Hyun Ming Sun for Rahul, and Tim Cahill, Hidetoshi Nakata, Jisung Park for Bernie. It's a tough decision, but I feel like, uh, you know, even with Alfonso Davies on the right wing, you have Zidane there. And, yeah. <laughs> you know. <laughs> Just Zidane is enough. <laughs> it's really hard. <laughs> yeah. Like, Alfonso Davies on the right wing isn't going to mess up badly enough to, to, <laughs> to stop Raul winning that. Yeah. Um, I, it's really hard, the, this decision, just because Alfonso Davies is on the right wing. Well, uh, I, I just, really just to uh, clarify, uh, Davies and Son can uh, swap flanks if that makes you feel better. Exactly. And, and let's be honest, if, if it comes to it, Marcelo and Davies can swap positions and you'll be fine. Absolutely. Yeah, I, I'll, I'll, be, I'll be very honest. Even I know I've, I, I'm not winning this one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay, well, well done, Rahul, for picking Zidane over there and uh, not mattering who else was there. Thank you, sir. Uh, and then we have the strike force of Samuel Eto'o, so that's kind of neutral. So, <laughs> you know, these, these lineups are very neutral. So um, I just have to say, I guess on a rainy day, you probably won't get past Makalele and Diara. So we'll let Bernie have it on a rainy day. And on a sunny day with the ball zipping across the field, we'll give it to Zinedine Zidane and uh, Rahul So Fair enough. An, an away win for Bernie, a home win for Rahul. How about that? Is, is, is it possible to pick a combined 11 here? I have, I have some ideas in the last couple of minutes that we have. Uh, and, and I'll give you my idea. So, you're not getting past Makalele and Diara. However, <laughs> uh, Yaya Toure is a much better player than, than Diara, right? Do, I, I think we agree with this, I mean, this, yes. Right? And was also a defensive midfielder before he was an attacking one. So, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try and negotiate, and then you guys tell me if this makes sense. 4-2-3-1, Makalele and Toure, and that means we have to sacrifice Zidane. Or Diara and Toure, and then we keep Zidane. I hate how you're disrespecting some, your, your boy Sunday Elise here. Bruh, I'm, 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 letting, I'm letting it be. <laughs> I know the truth. Here. Well, that's, that's a very interesting point, Bernie. Diara, Toure, and keep Zidane. Mm -hmm. I mean, Zidane in itself is, uh, you know, is like a three-man pick. So... Yeah, I think you do that. Diara... Just no. as defensive midfield, the Aya Toure is a complete box-to-box -box package Zidane just to create all bases come. So yeah. Diara and Toure and all calf. Uh, well, that kind of goes to the whole pace and power thing, but whatever, we'll, we'll live with it. Uh, so we're going Zidane. Ooh, okay, this is looking good. Zidane's our UEFA pick, which means something's got to give here. Um, <clears throat> right, so that was, that was the only UEFA pick. 
yeah, so Zidane is the UEFA pick, right? We've got two CAF picks. So we have to pick from a CAF perspective between Sammy Kufour and Sammy Eto. Which Sammy do we like better? <laughs> Eto. We like Eto? Even at center back, I like Eto. <laughs> <laughs> but here's the problem we don't have another continent from center back. We don't, hang on. What do we need? Who, who did you pick a center back? Anglomar and Vidic. Oh my God. Does that mean it has to be Anglomar? He was very good. It's not a problem. Wait, why do we have to uh, choose between the two Sammies? Because uh, Diara and Ture are both calf players. All right. Hmm. Unless we go Nekunem in there, but and Ture, but I don't know if that's... I like it. <laughs> All of a sudden, there's a big hole in the midfield that's getting larger and larger. <laughs> <laughs> uh, if you need a large hole field, Sunday Elise is your man. Just saying. So here's, here's where I was saying. We both picked Sami Eto, but would we feel bad about switching Eto for Batistuta and allowing us to have Diara and Ture? I think you'd live with Batistuta. I think I'd live with that as opposed to switching Kofur for Angloma. That's just me. I, I agree. But that opens up the problem of Kafu and right back with don't, Batistuta. Don't worry, bro. Nagatomo gets in. <laughs> <laughs> so we can move Alfonso Davies to right back. <laughs> Honestly, I, I would take that over Nagatoma. <laughs> well, that's not happening. <laughs> because we're, we've already made, changed position once or twice. Uh, okay, so uh, we've got our main striker as Batistuta. We've got Marquez and Kufour. Is that staying? So it seems. Fine with that. So if that is the case, we have a different problem. Alex, who's your left back? Alfonso Davies. Oh, right. Okay. Uh, why do but I have Lauren, to... Lauren could do it. Right. Uh, so who's our goalkeeper? <laughs> mm-hmm. I would take Kaylor Navas. But that's, that's too many CONCACAF players. Mm-hmm. Have we, so hang on. Which, which, which continents have we used up our, our allotments for? We've used up, if we keep uh, Kufor, Diara, and Ture, then we've used up, used up Kaf. Okay. Nekunam, I actually need to get in the midfield. Oh, it was a good, good Asian pick for midfield. Uh, I think Nekunam has to get in so we can use Grumble. <laughs> I'll take it. <laughs> Nekunam for Diara? Yep. So it's uh-huh. Grobelar. Diara is absolutely gutted. Oh my god. Oh, that hurts me even. Okay. Uh so Grobelar is our goalkeeper. Uh Davies, Marquez, Kufor, and Nagatomo. I think that rounds off the defense. Ooh. Okay. Zidane's our UEFA pick in the midfield. Um left wing and right wing. Who did you guys have again? I had Park and Cahill. Oh, Son, right? Mm-hmm. So That's right. Min Son, he'll get in. And Asian quota is now complete. It is now complete. Yep. Um, and so who do we need? You no, we have UEFA. Something's not complete here. Uh, Concacaf. Ooh. We're done. Oh, Concacaf, right? So we now need a Concacaf attacking player. Oh, so this is where we can get creative. 
JJ Okacha. Oh, sorry. No, wrong continent. <laughs> we can, can be someone that's not in our teams? Yes. That's where I was going with this. And yeah. I, I vote Landon Donovan. No. Uh. You know Mexico's in CONCACAF, right? There are better yeah. options than that. Do we hate <laughs> Donovan that much? I mean, he's got an annoying face. Yeah, it's that face. It's that big, it's that big hairline. Just can't, can't deal. Yeah, man's got a table forehead. <laughs> <laughs> or we could switch to four four two and throw uh, uh, a striker, a Mexican Clint striker. Dempsey. Why not? Why not Clint Dempsey? Or Ch- Blanco? Or Chicharito, or Borghetti, or... Well, I guess we can't have any Mexicans because we have Marquez. Already, oh, for right? God's sake. Oh, yeah. So it's Landon Donovan then, boys? No, you can't because you got Brad... Oh, yeah, Brad, Brad Friedel's out. No, Grabar's in. So you're good. Yeah. Well, as long as you're sure Donovan over Demarcus Beasley. I'm pretty confident of that. <laughs> I would take Clint Dempsey over Landon Donovan. Good shout. To be you fair. know what? You know what, Roche? Since you didn't have a team, you get this pick. Okay, Clint Dempsey for sure. There it is. Fulham legend. I mean, it doesn't get better than that big victory over Juventus. Okay. That's true. So our combined team under duress (laughs) is Bruce Grabelar, Alfonso Davies, Rafa Marquez, Sami Kufour, Nagatomo, Nekunam, Yaya Toure, Zinedine Zidane, Hyung Minson, Clint Dempsey, and Gabriel Batistuta. I hate this team. I think it's pretty. I think you've done a decent job under duress, as you said. I'm surprised we were able to formulate a team uh, this quickly. That's true. I, I will say the right side seems really lacking in pace. Yeah, the left yeah. side, I think, makes up for it. I think the right side's kind of lacking in everything. Yeah. <laughs> the, the best part about this uh, this eleven is that you have Zidane in there, and uh, it really doesn't matter who else is in this team. You could have, have crappy players like Bebe and Cleberson and. and you know, Eric Jemba Jemba. And Mesut Ozil. Mesut Ozil, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but if you have Zidane in there, it really doesn't matter. The rest is history. Exactly. And so is this podcast. Rahul, thank you so much for joining us. We will uh, have you on again, I'm sure. Alex, thank you for being late. Of course. Someone needed to be. Roche, you were a great judge. Thank you, sir. And, and that's all we got. Thanks, guys. Talk to you soon. For downloading the Koshcast. Get in touch at underthekoshblog at gmail.com, follow us on Twitter at under underscore the kosh, and for articles, predictions, and the full experience, go to underthekoshblog.com. Mm-hmm.